Ralphie Mae. Ralph, Ralph, Ralphie Mae. Ralphie Mae. God bless his soul. Ralphie would call into radio stations that I was on and just call it back. Hey, man. Brad Williams, he got some dick. He's a dick slinger. And he would just tell these stories. Brad, 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 Brad uh, got down with to his fuck mix and excuse me. Fly as fuck, fly, fly as fuck. Wait, wait, what? Fly, fly as fuck, fly, fly as fly, as fly as fuck. Fuck you, me, a tub of cool whip. Some good stuff can happen. Girl, take a seat. Rest your weary bones. You gotta get your kicks where you can. It's an old Broken Bells song. Got stuck in my head today for some reason. I don't know. I haven't thought about that song in years, but it's that one song called Holding On For Life. Holding On For Life. Holding On For Life. Has a very like seventies like Bee Gees vibe. I dig it though. What's up, everybody? Huh? How you doing? What's going on with your week, huh? What's going on with your day? More importantly, how are you feeling right now? In a good mood? Perfect. We're there already. In a bad mood? <laughs> Let's get you over to a good mood. What do you say? Hmm. Guys, my internet has been in and out for the last month, so uh, if this episode is released late, I apologize in advance, or maybe it was released on time. There's no need to apologize, but. It's not due to anything on the editing side of things, um, which I would not be able to be releasing this show on time recently without my boy Gage. Thank you, bro, for the help and uh, all the listeners of the podcast. Thank you. So go ahead and follow at Gage T Arena on Twitter. That's G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. He has been doing the audio and video editing for this show. So very much appreciated. And that mix that you heard at the very beginning of the show, that's from DJ McCray on Instagram at DJ M-C-C-R-A-E. Yeah, a couple of my Texas boys showing love to the show, supporting us. Yeah, thank them. Reach out to them. Say what's up. Had a good week, guys. Have you seen the new Reagan and Watkins music video yet? My name is Jeremiah. If you have, thank you so much. If you shared it, thanks. If you just listened to it and enjoyed it, I appreciate that as well. Spread it around. Trying to get some more clicks on that YouTube, son. But there's a lot of great uh, Kill Tony cameos in there. And uh, as far as the album goes, we're getting closer to finishing that. I spent another freaking day in the studio up again in Ventura. Trying to get this thing ready for you guys. My boy Patty Reagan and I, we're freaking, we're freaking perfectionists, guys. And we want this to be perfect. So uh, we keep... Uh, Chipping away at this uh, this big monster project. So there you go, right? I was in Toronto this weekend just for laughs. Yeah, I went out there with Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redband. And thank you to everybody who came out to support the stand-up shows and the awesome Kill Tony episode we did. I'm actually really excited for you guys to hear that. I did one of my, my favorite recent characters in. It's just a blast all around. Look out for that dropping on iTunes and YouTube very soon. But uh, something special that I got to experience, uh, I got to watch 
one of my brothers in comedy, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, opened for Joe Rogan at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, and I gotta say, it was it was pretty special. It was um, they performed for like freaking ten thousand six hundred people, something around there, and just as a friend of Tony, I was just like super proud of him because he did like thirty minutes in front of an arena, and I was just like kind of standing backstage, like kind of just like in admiration of what Tony and Joe were doing in front of that many people. So it was, it was pretty cool. They both, they both killed it. Uh, I don't know. It was just kind of fun to, uh, experience, see friends succeeding and, and doing well and, uh, kind of see them take in that much energy, like over 10,000 people cheering and like all that energy going to you with your standup. It's not a normal thing. And Joe was talking about that of a show. He's like, that's, that was so weird. That's so crazy. What we just did, but, it was awesome. Uh, we went out to uh, dinner with Joe after the show at a restaurant called The Antler. And I got to say, one of the most epic man meals of my life. Yeah. It was kind of exactly the dinner that I envisioned having with Joe. <laughs> because we had just like a bunch of like man stuff, you know. I had, this is some of the stuff I had. I had narwhal skin, duck heart, Goose, bison, venison, and seal. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. It was it was pretty amazing. Most of the stuff. Some of the stuff was that narwhal skin was freaking scary, son. But uh he knew the owner of the restaurant, so they kept bringing out like all this like, you know, this fancy stuff. And uh he even said that, you know, some of it was like not really necessary like it was more for the novelty of eating it like you don't really need to eat narwhal skin you know what i mean but it was good nonetheless so thanks uh shout out to the antler in toronto freaking amazing meal and thanks uh to joe and tony for letting me hang out and be a fly on the wall of uh that experience for them sponsors the show speedweed the og kush sponsor at speedweed hit up gino on twitter dog yeah do you like that sticky? Do you like that icky? The blueberry crust, the yum yum. Do you like, or do you like that ditch stuff? You like that low quality stuff? Well, don't you don't if you don't like the the high quality stuff, you you're not going to Speedweed because they only got that high stuff, that 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 high caliber product. And then also uh, Bronxborn Pizza at Bronxborn Pizza on social media. What up, Thomas Schiffer in Bend, Oregon? That's where they're based. Or you know what? If you're in the Santa Monica area, he also owns a place called Gray Block Pizza, which they sponsor Theo Vaughn's podcast this past weekend, so check that out. If you would like to support the show, you can go to jeremiahwonders.com, and there's actually a PayPal button there. Uh, or if you want to sponsor the show, email your boy Watkins at gmail.com. Let's get into the kindness challenge. I'm going to try to keep this intro brief as possible. Uh, this is something that just... I did with my wife uh, this past week. I haven't shared one of my own personal ones in a little bit. So here we go. This is something super simple. If you don't know what the kindness challenge is, every week I challenge you, the listeners, and myself to do something nice for a stranger or somebody that you may know. It can be something big. It can be something little as long as you're putting some positivity out in the world and putting it out there to somebody else. Uh, So I was celebrating uh, with my wife. Uh, It was her birthday earlier in the week, and we just ordered too much food because we're, you know, making a night out of it and we went to this Italian restaurant so we uh we left with almost an entire box of fresh pizza that was untouched that we were going to take home uh to eat the next day but we saw a homeless woman that was literally 
going through the garbage looking for food. And I I went up to her with the pizza and I offered her the box and she gladly accepted and said, that's very nice for you. And I was very grateful. And, uh, you know, it was something really small. But um, that pizza was like, you know, it was, it was expensive pizza, guys. It was 18 bucks. And uh, you know how much your boy loves pizza. So, you know, it was... Um, I did the right thing. We did the right thing. <laughs> I almost go back on. I'm like, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go get that pizza back from that lady. That was good pizza. That was eighteen dollar pizza. I gotta go back. No, uh, no. It was one of those things where my wife was like, "We should do this," and I was like, "Yeah, you're you're definitely right. You are an amazing person." Uh, anyway, so that was a very simple kindness challenge thing. We saw somebody that was going through the trash that that was trying to just get a meal. It was very sad, and uh, you know, wanted to help that lady out. So do something nice, write into the show about it at your boy, Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com. And, uh, I'll possibly feature it on uh, the intro of this podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeremiah standup for tour updates, but I want to get into this episode. Uh, you can also email music submissions to your boy, Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com as well. I love getting those and supporting local artists around the U S and giving them a little bit of shine. Uh, one more thing, if you haven't submitted a review on iTunes lately or ever, uh, leave a five-star review and leave a little nice review. Helps your boy out, helps with the ratings of the show, climb up the charts and whatnot. Guys, I've been trying to get Brad Williams on the show for a long time, and I'm super stoked that it happened because he freaking killed it just like I knew he would, you know? And I think you guys are going to dig it. So let's just get right into this episode. Without further ado, please welcome Brad Williams to Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> I do that slate. <laughs> Dude, it's good to freaking have you on the show. Is it sad that I've worked in this sh- I've worked in show business for 14 years and I still don't know what clapping before like I don't know what that does. Oh, the slate? Yeah, I I I know it's called slating. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck it does. Okay, well let me explain it in about <laughs> 10 seconds. Okay. So, whenever you're syncing up the audio and the video later, yeah. It's easiest on the waveforms mm-hmm. on the timeline whenever you see a big spike. So then you you literally line it up right there, and it's way easier than kind of trying to search for it. The search for like if you just started talking, like okay, now we're gonna start right here. Right, then you have to like zoom way in. All right, yeah. All right, all right. So the people that aren't into nerdy audio are like already out. All right, we're done. (laughs) I'm gonna go re-listen to uh, 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 Elon Musk on Rogan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which which by the way plummeted the stock i love that. it's kind of funny <laughs> an appearance on a podcast i mean made an entire company's stock go down I, nine points i think it's kind of funny and i think that's might be one of the first times that's happened through a podcast yeah through a podcast like tv like certain tv appearances or whatever it's like sure yeah that makes sense like you say something out of line or somebody makes a tweet maybe yeah but as far as podcast platforming goes, right. like I don't, I've never heard of anything like that. Like, yeah, which is just uh, the power of podcasting. More, more importantly, I guess, just the power of Rogan. I don't know if, if we could be like, yeah, that's like all of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I, w- I went on a bout last night. I'm not allowed in a Little Caesars anymore. I don't know what's uh, going well, on. Well, I mean, that's just me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lord, Lord knows. It, it, it's funny now that we're doing this and there's podcasting and YouTube pages and interviews. Like, if you go through absolutely every single thing that we've ever done and said on any podcast and just isolate that one 
thing. I'm sure you can find some shit. Of course, all the like <laughs> so- sound bites out of context. That yeah, you add it together. There's like, ooh, this is. Uh, ooh, ah, I don't know. I, I sound very racist. <laughs> yeah, just like a super cut of like everything where there's like, ooh, this yeah. is not the best highlight reel. Uh, I, I think something that should be on your highlight reel is the fact that right now you have the the Entertainment Tonight theme song in your head, <laughs> and you've been like as. As we're setting up to do this podcast of two just incredibly handsome men, uh, you're, you're just like doing the camera and you're tinkering and you're doing all this stuff and you're going. I don't know. Is this like some sort of Mary Hart thing? Yeah, is I don't it, know. Are Are you looking for celebrity birthdays? <laughs> Brad, like Brad, literally. What was are like, you doing? Are you humming the <laughs> Entertainment Tonight theme song? I'm like, yeah, I haven't watched it forever. I don't know why it's in my head. I woke up with it and I was just like. It's that kind of day, I guess. You know, know. and it's just because I'm a huge Maria Menounos and Mario Lopez fan, so it's like I got to stick up for my extra. Yeah. (laughs) Extra, extra, (laughs) There we go. Ha! Now it's all in your heads. (laughs) Are you a TMZ guy at all? You watch Uh, that in hotel rooms on the road? I do, and I've been... Now I've been on TMZ a few times. Oh yeah, that's cr- and where, where where they've got me. We got Brad Williams. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's this little guy, but he's got a big bag at the airport. That's weird. <laughs> and he's a little guy with a big personality. Yeah. Oh my God. Every every single one of those things has been said about me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they've actually gotten me at the airport, which is weird when you get off the plane because you travel a lot. Yeah. You know that when you get off the plane, you're not you're not exactly in the the cheeriest of moods. No. You probably took the 6 a.m. flight to try to get home early so you don't waste a day. Yeah, you definitely don't look good. No, and yeah, you've you've, you've slept maybe two hours, mm-hmm. uh, and then you get off the plane and they just shove a microphone in your face. You're like, hey, so what do you think about the new season of Game of Thrones? Dinklage is fun, isn't it? You're like, ah, oh, fuck. You're, you're like, you're on such a different energy level than yeah. me right now. I don't know if we yeah. can communicate properly. The, 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 whole time, uh, the whole time as I'm talking, in, in my head I'm talking, in the same time, uh, I'm just saying, like, oh, don't say the N-word. Like, like just, like... Yeah, don't say anything yeah, that's, just, like, gonna, like, be, like... Just don't be bad. Yeah. Just don't say anything, like, yeah, and these like, these women need to shut the fuck up, right? Like, like uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm just trying not to do that. <laughs> but, Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Brad William, racist and homophobic? We what? Ju- we just asked him about Beyonce, and then, and then he said, kill the Jews. I don't know why that happened. Bad things come in little packages, too? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, it's gotten to the point now where because uh, they 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 do that because they have the flight manifest they actually know who is on the plane which if you think about it is creepy as fuck it's super creepy right so they can literally be like oh someone says on this flight let's just go and be there at the at, at, at the badge clan but some of the people get escorted through like the back ways yes. the innards yes. of the airport which I didn't even know was a thing but it yeah. totally makes sense in, until until I was on a flight with uh, uh, Chance the Rapper and uh, I went to baggage Claim, and he went a completely different way. Yeah, and, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's how that works." Okay, cool. <laughs> that's another that level. Makes way more sense. Yeah, than, than like, yeah, Chance just waiting around for his bag. <laughs> right. So you got him going through some secret way with security. Meanwhile, me and William Hung just get to walk out there and have, <laughs> you know, the t- t- bum, 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 dwarves and, and, and Asians that you think might have a slight mental disability but are afraid to say so. <laughs> they're 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 just like us. Uh, but it, it's gotten to the point now where I will literally on the plane just write like two bits mm-hmm. and or just have two talking points just so in my head as I'm walking to baggage claim I go okay if they come up. 
I have this rant. Oh, that's good. That I will just go into. Yeah. And so I I don't. You know, I'm I'm not like thinking like, oh God, be funny, but be be weird, be controversial, be ah, ah, you know, and then I say something bad. So I I I just have all right. I'm 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 gonna go with the quicksand porn bit, and like no matter what question they ask me, I'll I'll somehow filter it back into quicksand porn. We're like, hey, so uh, we 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 heard your dad used to kind of bully you as a kid. Yeah, what's up with this quicksand porn? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then just go into that quicksand porn bit. You Byron Allen it. Yeah. <laughs> Shoehorn it in there real quick. <laughs> That's not what the question you were supposed to ask me. You were supposed to ask me. So your cat's been caught on a roof. Yeah. That's what you were supposed to ask me, which I have a long extra- yeah. extravagant bit about. Now tell me a story about that uh <laughs> now it's may 1st today so that means that it's national cats on roofs day you have to have a story about yeah. that don't you brad yeah yeah i do oh, i love to tell you about it Byron. did you notice that i uh am slightly orange at all no i would you do a trump character yesterday no i did a uh i did a porn star character on kill tony last night <laughs> and uh i i almost i may have to show you the what it looked like before like it was uh it was I was way darker, but I showered a lot of it off. Wow. Yeah. So so you, so you just look like you fucked a bag of Cheetos. Just a little bit. Like <laughs> I feel like it's not too noticeable, but I notice it because my skin tone is usually way oh, you, lighter. Oh, yeah, you're pale as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's coming from another pale as fuck guy. Yeah, yeah. So we. No, we get it. Pale recognizes pale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh wait, uh, when when do people call in? Uh, you know what? Actually, I think we're actually getting a call right now. Uh, someone's coming up on the caller ID right now, actually. Hello? Yeah, I was in the audience last night for Kill Tony. Oh, uh, it, it looks like there's just a Kill Tony fan that's calling in. Cool. Uh, hey, uh, how's it going, buddy? It's fantastic. Let me tell you something. You as that porn star character look so sexy. Thank you. Uh, I- I'm just trying to say you, me, a tub of Cool Whip, some good stuff can happen. <laughs> you and a tub of Cool Whip? Does this have anything oh, to do? Oh, you've never been Cool Whipped. <laughs> no, I've never been Cool Whipped. you got to be Cool Whipped, man. Everybody's doing it. Hey, man, I don't. is that something that you made up? You sound like it's a trend that like everybody's doing, but I'm, I'm a pretty hip guy. I've never heard of... Cool whipped before? I'm pretty sure it's number three on Pornhub.com. Oh, is there like a parody song like Nah, Now nah, Watch Me Cool Whip, Now nah, Watch Me Nay Nay? Is there anything like that that's out there? I'll make you Nay Nay. Oh, ugh, I don't like the way that sounds at all. Now, does this have anything to do with because I was eating a banana as a porn star last night and I was spitting the banana on another person's lower back? I mean,. If you said that I wasn't envisioning myself as that lower back, I'd be lying. <laughs> I mean, this is I, this this is a, a very creepy fan that's definitely calling into the show. Who's creepy? Uh, I'm I don't know. You have like an ominous. I don't even know where you're calling in from. You have this like <laughs> echo or reverb on your voice or something. I got a one bedroom low. apartment in Van Nuys. I, I love that as a as a pickup line. Like, hey, girl, I got a one bedroom apartment in Van Nuys. Where are we going tonight? Sad part is, so, is some people would be incredibly sold by that line. Oh, absolutely. They'd be like, you got a one bedroom in Van Nuys? You talking shit on Van Nuys? No, I'm not talking about Van Nuys disparagingly at all. I'm just saying that it's just kind of funny and a little bit of a lame of a pickup line, you know? Yeah, you know, like normally you want to take people out to dinner and sort of wine them and dine them, and he's trying to like take you to a one bedroom apartment in Van Nuys. It's not. Yeah. It, it, it's not exactly on everyone's Tinder profile. Yeah. 
You don't know what can be done in one bedroom in Van Nuys. Lots of stuff. Uh, can you hang up on that guy? I'll, I'll try. Uh, yeah, okay. I just hung up on him. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, it looks like, dude, he has a twin that I guess was in the audience last night. <laughs> that's that's calling in. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Yeah. Uh, I got a studio apartment in Valley Village <laughs> where we at right now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, is is that is that a step up from Van Nuys? Oh hell yeah! You know it is. Ooh. Now, what does Valley Village have that Van Nuys doesn't? Man, we got a lot more culture than Van Nuys. <laughs> the coffee shops are more popping there, and also the thrift stores are overrun by hipsters. <laughs> All right. I mean, that doesn't sound incredibly awful. No, but we can go shopping, boo boo. <laughs> All right, we just lost that person, too. We got some weird Kill Tony fans that we're calling in today. I mean, it, you know what? And uh, speaking of Kill Tony fans, I it's not rare that I can say this, but uh, I'm not actually the first dwarf ever to be on this podcast. It's true. Yeah. Uh, we Man got in before me, which, not going to say, kind of hurt. <laughs> you know what? Me. You were scheduled before him. <laughs> I was. You were scheduled before I'm busy, him. Jeremiah. He's a busy guy. We we made it happen. I'm actually okay. very happy that that you were able to to do it today because Brad is freaking. He's a busy dude. He's always on the road. So yeah, I got, we got him. Guys. Yeah, it, it, but I, I I will say he is a massive Kill Tony fan, and uh, yeah, he's one. Uh, you guys, uh, the Kill Tony podcast, is one of the reasons we were able to get Wee Man on about last night because we're like, come to the podcast. He's like, I don't really go to that area. And then we're like, then he's like, hey, could I come to your podcast? And then right afterward, go watch Kill. Tony I'm like yeah that's fine yeah yeah fine by us and yeah because Adam's that place happened. is right down the way so right yeah that's perfect exactly yeah so, that's so, great so thank you for the assist on that oh heck yeah dude um <laughs> yeah it was uh, <laughs> uh it was funny one night um I was actually there when uh because you we did Game of Thrones yeah and uh I played Khaleesi and you played uh Tyrion yeah uh a little bit of typecasting a little bit of typecasting. I mean, <laughs> Not you know, lie. I had to play a blonde woman, so sure. you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I had to play the one dwarf on the show. <laughs> I thought I thought it would have been funny if I played Jon Snow. I thought if I came out and was like, "What? I'm Jon Snow." Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would have been funny, but no, nah, I went with Tyrion. That's fine. <laughs> People freaked out. Yeah. It, it was, was it was a pretty huge pop. Yeah, it was pretty great, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, it, it it's it now it like I have this love hate relationship with with uh, Peter Dinklage because I I I love him because he's a, he's a, he's an amazing talent and mm-hmm. he's gotten me some good jokes and he, he he's furthering the awareness of dwarves and show business and not necessarily playing dwarf specific stereotypical roles so obviously great yeah but then I have a hate relationship with him because he's in fucking everything and I don't get to work like, as much could I get a little piece can, can I, I d- could I have been the 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 dwarf giant in Infinity War yeah I mean by the way he played a dwarf giant. I know. That's range. Well. That's everything in one role. A dwarf and a giant. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, they had a, like, they've had, they've had tall people that they CGI down, like, in Lord of the Rings. Like, the dwarves in Lord of the Rings are not played by dwarves. They're played by tall people that they spend extra money Which on. Which, that was, like, CGI. a big, that was, like, a big thing, right? Yeah, because. Of course, because it's taking away roles from. Fucking hire us. Yeah, yeah. What about this? Everyone gets freaked out when Scarlett Johansson is going to play a trans person. No one came to the dwarves defense when you got tall. All people playing. Bob Hoskins played a dwarf in Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. 
Smee. <laughs> Eddie from the Frame Roger Rabbit. He he was a dwarf in Snow White and the Huntsman. Not dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah, but no one no, no one's sticking up for us like, oh, you know, there's actually a lot of little people trying to make it in Hollywood and uh, those roles would be really great for them. To- no, no one. <laughs> Nothing. But that's what Brad Williams is here for. Yeah. Well, no, dude, that's why that, that that's why I love being a stand-up comic because it's like if yeah, you could what? express that on stage. You have an yeah, outlet, to, I have an to, outlet freaking... to yell at people and be like, "The fuck is going on here?" Like, like, and 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 which which furthers my argument that Robert Downey Jr. should have won an Oscar for his role in Tropic Thunder. He should have won an Oscar for that because that was a white dude playing a white guy who's in blackface, essentially. Yeah, and no one said shit. Yeah, he played it so good. That no one was like, that's 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 fucked. No, they were that's just like, that's just We're like, Man, that's just good. That's just really that's good. That's really solid. He, he was really authentic. With yeah, that. <laughs> it was. I don't know if that will ever happen again. I don't. No. I don't think. I think that. I don't even think that could happen today. Yeah, I think that he played that role at such a very specific time, right. Where people were like, all right, we'll let that slide. I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's like, well, he's Iron Man. Yeah, so, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like right after the first Iron Man movie. That may have been his next role. Where it's like, man, that got talk about range. Yeah, that's full <laughs> range right there. You, uh, you also have uh, another uh, another title because we don't uh, that that I uh, that not many people know about is you okay. are one of the only people okay. who have ever guested with the wave on roast battle on Comedy Central. I did, I did guest with the wave, and it was great. It was amazing. Uh, talking about how Peter Dinklage has made it so dwarves don't have to play stereotypical roles, and then this next question <laughs> is about me playing a leprechaun. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, I'm fine with it. I dude, got paid. dude, but we crushed that <laughs> night. See, that's the thing, is if you're going to do a stereotypical role, fucking... We went for it. Yeah. We really, like... That, Ed, when, when you're standing up and your pubes are shaved and you got a mangina... I can't be playing a leprechaun being like, they're exploiting me. Like, yeah. I, you can't be like, they're singling me out because, no. No. Everyone's getting the, it. Everybody's just going for it. Yeah, exactly. But that but that was a lot of fun. And, uh, we, yeah, we, we were one of the, uh, after one of the jokes that hit, uh, I, I ran out and you, you guys chased me and the crowd went absolutely yeah apeshit. we had a we had a a rainbow flag yeah and uh and Willie and Jamar were holding up a pot of gold and and then literally Brad came out full leprechaun garb which he provided that's the sad part is is, is, is they're like the sad part is that they're like all right so we're so we're gonna get you you gotta come in for a costume fitting and you gotta uh, get some leprechaun wardrobe I'm like um I have that yeah, stuff, yeah. guys. He's like, do you just want me to bring my own? And we're like, wait, what? You already have a fitted one? That'll be way better than anything we're gonna try to buy for yeah, you. Yeah, you're gonna go out and buy one. It's like, no, I'm good. Nah, I, dude. I mean, it, that that as the thing is, is as a dwarf in Hollywood, I can't get that upset about certain stereotypes and what certain people say. They're like, well, well all you guys are all leprechauns, whatever. Because it's like, yeah, I've got the outfit. I have it because I've been on auditions where they're calling for a leprechaun and they say, come dressed as a leprechaun. And you're like, fuck you. And then you're like, ah, oh, but I have the outfit. So I can't really get that mad. I have a leprechaun outfit and I have an elf costume in my house and they're just ready to go. And uh, ironically, uh, based on the news that is happening today, uh, I have a toad outfit, 
which is very strange. Do you? I do. Ooh. So I got to do some sort of post today about That's with me in a awesome with, with me in a toe. Oh yeah, I think I saw like you dancing with Adam Ray in like a, yeah. a video. Like yeah, we did a version of what does the fox say? Oh, it was like pretty viral, right? Yeah, and uh, we were both very drunk. Uh, and, and and which you, I think you have to be to be sitting around. Uh, going like, what should we do? It's like it was like after a show, we were sitting at my old place, and we're just like, we should do something. Like we should do a video or something. And we're like, ah, what was the Fox Day song? It's pretty big at yeah. the time. And uh, and then for no reason whatsoever, I said, I got a toad outfit I can change into. <laughs> and Adam's like, this is why we're best friends. <laughs> yeah, because right here, right, right now. Because why not? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it makes no sense. There's no reference to toad in the song, but. Uh, fuck it, dwarf in a toad outfit. Let's do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and, and, if, and if you're wondering why is toad in the in pop culture, I I I saw Mario Kart trending today on Twitter, and I was like, ooh, why is Mario Kart trending? Yeah, are, are they releasing a new Mario Kart? What's happening? And then I clicked on it. it it's not that. Uh, it's uh, Stormy Daniels said that uh, Donald Trump's dick is like Toad from Mario Kart. <laughs> she straight up said that. Yeah, she said it looks like Toad from Mario Kart. It, I'm we- like, it's spotted. Oh, it's got a weird helmet yeah i guess is that how weird of a time are we living in when somebody can openly talk about the president's dick even if it's not your president or whatever like like whatever it's just like a weird time to be like oh the president of the united states i'm gonna tell you about his dick right now yeah and 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 be and compare it to a video game and people be like oh very interesting yeah yeah like that's news (laughs) yeah yeah and and, trending yeah and also the point that like now like we're we're gonna look back on this time and be and wish it was back in this time when, when, when we're just hearing about the president's dick in in the future when when someone runs for president you don't think at one point they will have sent a dick pic to somebody oh i know somebody's gonna have that dick pic and be yeah. like yeah here's the dick pic from uh, you know, whatever president, like yeah. that's going to happen. Everything's gonna be leaked. You're just gonna be able to see a president's dick. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a president sex tape at some point. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna. That's gonna happen. That's just you can't. You, you can't deny human. Uh, I don't want to call it evolution because evolution implies that we're advancing. I don't think we are. Uh, like, but yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Do you think we're gonna become more like an idiocracy kind of oh, world? Yeah. It, it, it's so strange. Uh, They've we, already predicted some of the stuff yeah. that's happening in that yeah. movie, which is very scary. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hell, the one of the one of the TV programs uh, that the guy is watching is just called Owl My Balls, and yeah, that's pretty much where we're at in entertainment right now. Yeah. You can go online and just compilations and nut shots that people are watching. Uh, so yeah, that's that's essentially happening. I mean, it, it, it's strange because. We're in. It's that Charles Dickens thing where it's like it's the best of times, it's the worst of times. Like you, we have. I listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson um, on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm like, holy shit, there are some ridiculously smart people. And you listen to Elon Musk, and he talks about like all the advancements that we're making in terms of artificial intelligence and simulations, and uh, what he's coming out with in terms of the future for Tesla. And you're like, holy shit, we have just insanely intelligent people and the most advanced people that we've ever had. And then <laughs> you have the opposite side. I, I, I think there's just the very few are like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Elon Musk. And the masses are just getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're just looking at, 
your Elon Musk just going like, okay, can you guys just save us? Because we're this is not going to go well. Oh, I don't get how these uh, <laughs> these cars drive themselves and stuff, but I don't trust it, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, just let the smart people handle it. Uh, okay, man. I mean, I'll, I'll Uber maybe, but I don't trust like a no car driving telling me where I'm going to go, okay? Oh, I was so anti-auto driving car, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, no, now I'm really pro auto yeah. driving. I, I want everyone to have them, not well, just five people. Well, I want that's everyone the thing. To if have them. everybody has them, the likeliness of accidents and stuff goes way down. Way down. Way down. But... You know, some of those uh, self-driving cars have, like, slammed into other cars because of, there's, like, a weird, um, like, the sensors are off or something. Mm -hmm. So, it thinks it's something else, and it'll, like, like change lanes very quickly or something like that, but... Yeah, it, it, but yeah, yeah. Now you just need everyone to have them. Yeah, and, and then we're good. And there's so like, and we live in, we live in Los Angeles, Hollywood area. If you drive around. You'll you'll just see so many people where you're like, yeah, I wish you had an auto driving car. Yeah, because the because the auto driving car wouldn't make a right from the far left lane. Wouldn't I? I've seen people throw miss their exit on the freeway and reverse. Yep, and I'm just like, the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would not happen with a self driving car. No, it's not going to do that. So you see stuff like that and people waiting at green lights because uh, they're looking down at their phone, which I'm also guilty of. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, they should be in self-driving cars that just go. <laughs> the the self-driving cars start reading their own text messages. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the self-driving cars behind them like start honking at them like, bro, come on. They're like, sorry, it was downloading new data. <laughs> they, have the, they have that new Candy Crush game, which yeah. is fly as fuck. <laughs> so dope. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's really interesting to see kind of where it's going and how and how it's going and yeah i i there's so many people i would be like yeah you should uh uh i just got my wife a car uh and it has the lane assist oh Oh, yeah yeah so clutch Eh, we drove home from san francisco over over the weekend and she was driving and yeah there was definitely times it was late it was it was late it was late at night you start to drift a little bit you get a little tired she was drifting and then the cards went nope nope (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna want to go this way yeah you're gonna want to wake up and normally that was scary uh, now that's great. Uh, and and if, if if you drive for too long for too uh, and it's too late at night, uh, like it'll, it'll start playing a low music and a little picture of a coffee cup will come up and be like, hey, hey, time for a break. Maybe you want to pull over or something. <laughs> huh? Might so, be a good idea. Yeah, it's just the, just the most like passive aggressive. Like, hey, so um kind of driving like an asshole right uh-huh. now yeah so maybe just a thought you yes, know we could pull over have a red bull you know do something yeah <laughs> Dude, i like that i gotta give you props on something that happened very recently oh, uh, for okay. you you became uh, a paid regular at the world famous comedy store yeah join and join the fam over there man i did and uh it's one of those things where Comics understand what that means. Yes. Comics get it. And because, like, my mom called me up because she follows me on social media. She has a social media, but not so she can post anything. Thank God. Uh, she just follows, she has it to follow me and my sister. Yeah. Um, but, like, she's one of the egg accounts. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. That's her. Yeah. So she, so she just, like, called me up and was like, What's this? You got, you're past the comedy store? I'm like, Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. And she's like, why like you perform all the time like is this a yeah why this one club yeah why this one are so many people congratulating you on it yeah and it's like yeah 
and she's like, you've had you, you you've had specials. It's like why like you could you not perform there before? I'm like, no, I could perform there before, but I had to be on a, a on a privately booked show that was separate from the actual comedy store fan. And like, like just never mind. Just know just know it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is a big thing. And uh, thank you. And uh, the the honestly, one of the coolest parts is. Now I get to park in that damn lot. Oh, I know. That's honestly what. <laughs> comedy I'm... store. I mean, if if you're if, if people are a fan of you, they probably are very familiar with the comedy store. But yeah, the it's on Sunset, one of mm-hmm. the busiest parts of Hollywood, and there's not a lot of parking. I, I feel like a lot of businesses in Hollywood have the same mentality, where it's just like, hey, here's a really cool thing that's right here. They're like, great. Where do we park? Fuck if I know. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the El Rey Theater is like that too. It's uh-huh. like it's like down there on Wilshire. Wilshire. Yeah. yeah, and it's like in a really crowded area. There's no parking lots, and they're just like it's all permit parking around there. It's like, yeah, because there's I park? yeah, because there's a bunch of apartment buildings and stuff, and yeah, you're just like I don't know, and they're just like I don't know. Figure it out. We have a really cool band in here. We have the Arctic Monkeys playing. Yeah, you want to see them. Go fucking park. I love the Arctic Monkeys, by I'm the way. glad I brought up that reference then. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of a great band that is like not super well-known. I say that as I have tickets to go see them at the Hollywood Bowl. Do you uh, really? In October. Oh, yeah, dude. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so, funny story about the Arctic Monkeys. Um, one time... Uh, it's three in the morning. <laughs> I'm trying to change your mind. Right? Great song. Left you multiple <laughs> To your message, you replied. I was, uh, this is when I first started dating my wife, and uh, we were we were living in San Francisco, and I was at, I was at her place, and things started going down, mm-hmm. and uh, then she was like, I'm going to put on some music, and she put on the Arctic Monkeys, and I had never heard the Arctic Monkeys before then. Um, I had heard that one song, like, I bet you look good on the dance, dance floor. That was yeah. huge yeah. for a while. Huge song, great, fast rock hit. You know what you're looking for. Yeah, great, great, great song. But she was putting on, like, the the slow, melodic, bluesy shit that they do. And then she starts, and then she comes back, and we proceed. But there, there, there was a point where I literally <laughs> stopped her and went, you gotta change the music. She's like, oh, do you not, do you not like this? I'm like, no. I love this. It's too good. I'm like, I hear this. I want to stop and like jam to the music yeah, and yeah, like yeah. listen to this. And it's like my my brain's now in two different spots. Right. And I need it to be in one it's spot. In concert mode. And yeah. then it's also in love making mode. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, it was literally too good. Where I'm yeah. like, I have to sit here like. So yeah. Now yeah. Yo, so my dick don't got Dolby. Okay. <laughs> like I, I I need to position this in certain ways. I don't want that surround sound while I'm making love. <laughs> and that and it, it's funny because after that night, I kind I kind of thought to myself, like when you're making because. Just about every guy when we were growing up, maybe some girls too, probably. Uh, for the kids out there, at, uh, at at one point you didn't just make a Spotify playlist; you had to like burn a CD. Oh yeah. And just about every guy had their like boning mix, or their like getting down mix, or their mm-hmm. like whatever the fuck. Boner town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most inappropriate. Two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, the most yeah. inappropriate labels were put, were were put on these CDs, um, and there was definitely a secret to it. Because you can't, you want to do songs that are like whatever in the mood, whatever. But you can't do songs that are too popular because if you the songs are too popular, then you and the girl start like singing along with the song. But it don't 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 don't. like, oh no 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 yeah, no, yeah, Lil Jon's yeah. coming up. Yeah yeah. Was, was that one on your mix? I don't know. Uh, 
But yeah, like so finding the good bone and mix, it's like you got you, you gotta find that balance of the song that sounds good, but also that you don't really know. Yeah. So you're not saying like people are like, oh, I'm gonna put some Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. That's the worst song you could have because that's the thing of like, oh, we're fucking. So yeah. like if if you're not fucking the girl yet. Oh no, and that comes on too early, then you're like, Ooh, oh, no. now like, she stops. Oh, oh, oh you is, think that I'm just gonna just give it up yeah. to you because oh, you're just oh, gonna, you just, I'm just one of those girls. You put on a song. Yeah. Do, do you put on these songs for all these girls? Or 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 what? I think somebody's trying to patch into the show right now. It's it's kinda uh, hello? Hey, um, I was one of those girls that Brad uh, got down with to his fuck mix, and excuse me, if you put on Marvin Gaye right before we start getting it on, we are not getting it on, okay? Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, this is one of my uh, past... Uh, it's one of your exes. Yeah. It uh, looks like Stephanie... Oh, God. Do you remember Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie, you should remember me. I mean, I thought we had a thing going on. Okay, well, Stephanie, did you do anything that was different, maybe? Like like Brad, like, you know, he's married now, but he's, he was a successful guy in the past with a, a different women, you know, being on the road and stuff. Is there anything that you did differently? Like, uh, He should remember. Do you not remember the outfit I wore for you, Brad? Oh. Yeah, dude, yeah. Brad, what did you wear? Um, we were we were talking about Mario Kart, and uh, <laughs> I have a Princess Peach fantasy. Okay, and she wore the Princess Peach outfit, dude. And then she made like paper mache turtle shells oh and started goodness. started throwing them at me, and it, it was it and then it, dude, it, it it was really hot. And then you started spilling coins everywhere. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, I took you to Rainbow Road, fucker. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's that's uh, that that's that was, a little too the, real. That that reference caught me really <laughs> off guard. <laughs> that's someone who, act, who actually plays the fun. No, no. Yeah. yeah, this wasn't Mushroom Cup or Star Cup. This was Star Cup, motherfucker. And then we vacationed on Koopa Beach, and it was wild. <laughs> You never took me to Koopa Beach, asshole. Oh, no. Were you I, taking other girls to Koopa Beach? Okay, Brad, sorry. I didn't mean okay. to, oh, to bring that up. Yeah, but, if you can yeah. cut her off, that'd okay, be great. Okay, yeah. Okay, it looks like we lost, <laughs> we lost Stephanie. I don't okay. know what happened to her. It's very it, it, it's very strange uh, when you when when you said uh, Stephanie because uh, this is a, this is a true story. Um, I was once dating a girl named Stephanie mm-hmm. who uh, cheated on me, and the way I found out is that she cheated on me on a reality show. What? <laughs> That's how you found out? That's how that I might, found that out. That might be one of the worst ways to find out that somebody's cheating on you is through a reality show. Thankfully, we weren't sitting like together watching the show. That it's, like a, been... it's like a viewing party, and you're like, wait, whoa, babe, wait what? what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it zooms in on you, and you're on camera as part yeah. of the next episode. <laughs> What Brad didn't know. No, I'm like, why are there, why are there cameramen watching us watch this show? Just just it's just, just a, chill, babe. It's just, just a normal viewing party. It's <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, you it's know, chill, it's, it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the 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 show was Millionaire Matchmaker, and uh, which I knew she was going on, and that should have been a red flag. But she was just like, no, it's just gonna be fun. I'm just gonna go on the show, maybe get a little exposure, like you know, just. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. Uh, and then I'm watching the episode when it comes out, and. Th- 
the whole thing with Millionaire Matchmaker is these girls were supposed to go out on a date with with the millionaire, and the matchmaker is supposed it, the the one rule that she has is no sex until monogamy. And she literally says that, she makes all the girls repeat that. She goes, no sex until monogamy. And then they all, they all chant it like they're in some sort of weird cockblock cult. And uh, <laughs> There's just like a bro camera, and it's like, who's this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> who's this bitch monogamy? <laughs> yeah. Dude, where can I tap that ass? <laughs> yeah, because like, apparently they can't fuck their guys until they fuck monogamy. <laughs> right, they got to get past her. So, yeah, dude, yeah. This, she must be a bad bitch, Oh, my man. God. Uh, so, yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. And then uh, my my date my, my my girl goes on the date with the millionaire, and then they end up fucking like straight up fucking, and they have the the post interview, and she's like, um, so you uh, what happened to that whole no sex until monogamy thing? And she's like, well, I couldn't help it. I'm like, you're admitting that you fucking. Because they didn't say like 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 they 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 they, 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 they didn't do the Joe Millionaire thing where in the subtitles it says slurp like <laughs> slurp. that that was an actual thing that happened on uh, a reality show called uh, Joe Millionaire where they didn't show them but like they the, showed subtitles of, yeah, of like they, dick sucking well because like they were talking and they were whispering and then they had s- s- yeah and then they had oh, subtitles yeah, and, so and, then, and, and, and then they just had slurp dude. <laughs> That's so graphic and gross. Right, and it was on. It was on Fox. <laughs> this is like slurp, uh, yeah. gulp, yum, <laughs> spit. Uh, yeah, so it was- she she swallows again. <laughs> like in parenthetical subtitles. <laughs> Parenthetics plays with the balls. Yeah, it's like, wait, wait, what is going on with this? They're allowed to say yeah, all this through subtitles. Yeah, oh shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she ended up uh, she, she ended up fucking the millionaire, and uh, and then of course the millionaire was like. Yeah, I just didn't think we vibed together. Like, I didn't think that, it's like, you know, of course you wouldn't say that because you yeah. fucked him. Yeah, and so y- you already good. you already got what you wanted, and there's ten or fifteen other girls. Yeah, so you're good. Uh, so yeah, then I called her up and was like, you didn't want to like tell me at the end of when you got back, like hey, maybe Brad might. You know, there's video proof of me fucking. So were you guys still dating when yeah. that show came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had sex with that guy and yeah. then went back to sleeping with you. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that is so messed up. That's like next level. Right? And then just like in in her head, she's like, um, so that's gonna be fine, right? Like that we're gonna be good. I'm like, no. But Brad, that's- I said I was going to get exposure <laughs> on the show. And you're like, we have very different <laughs> defining I was talking maybe some fans, a couple of extra Facebook likes, maybe yeah. maybe you have a startup company. Uh so yeah, that that happened. Uh that That's was freaking bizarre. That was the weirdest that was by far the weirdest cheating story I had. Wow. Yeah. But it's a pretty weird one. That's a weird one. Um, yeah, and now I'm like, and now people are like, because you and I are both married, and every, and we have single friends. They're like, yeah, so what's the uh, what's the big deal? Like, what's it like being? I don't know why I'm making them sound like Sylvester Stallone. Hey, yo, what's it like a boxing ring? Like, do yeah. you in there? It's like you go two rounds. Yeah, like, you go toe to toe with her. You know, you fight. Yeah, like, hey, because I'll fight the big fight. I'll fight it. I'll fight the big fight. Oh, put me in. <laughs> Shout out to Ralph Garman that taught me how to do that impression. Um, nice. But yeah, all my impressions are just impressions of Ralph Garman doing impressions. Um, but yeah, like, so uh, uh, we have friends that are like, hey, so, you know, you're married. What's it like? It's like, well, now I don't have to deal with 
the girl's cheating on me on reality shows. I'm I'm glad I'm not dating anymore. It's it it's you know you don't have to. Now I can't imagine dating someone and like because they they say like oh I can't go out tonight I'm a little busy or I gotta you know, I gotta wash my hair. Or I've, the fuck. I have an exposure thing that I have to do. Yeah yeah yeah. And then, <laughs> like, and then and then you go on Instagram. It's like you're at a club. Yeah. On your Instagram story. Yeah, that's it's very hard to lie anymore. You, well, and you almost want to tell people like you know you don't have to no. post right right like well it's been like 24 hours i haven't posted anything well, so that, i my fans demand it you're an accountant <laughs> yeah like i'll like if there's an event or something that's going sure. on i'm just like there's some things it's like uh you don't want to be the guy that has their phone out at like no. an emmy's party or something like right. that i mean i was at a i was at a wedding uh this past weekend and it, it it's it, it, it was it was a friend of my wife's and so i don't know this person so and i saw people like doing like social media of the wedding that like did not know them I'm like this is not i wasn't doing that no one gives a shit my wife got a little bit upset with me cuz i oh, yeah. was uh, i was i was low key that guy in some moments uh <laughs> at her friend's wedding cuz i have this new thing that i do for my instagram <laughs> that makes me laugh very hard where okay. it's like very normal mm-hmm. settings okay. okay and it's people just like kind of sitting and like mm-hmm. not really being like that energetic yeah. and i put on like rob zombie music and i do quick zooms <laughs> i'm like dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slay through the back of my take you there yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's and, just like i play and, like corn and slipknot and different and songs just sitting yeah, and they're literally just sitting. It's like an Come. old lady eating food and stuff. And I'm just like, it's. And Maya's like hitting me. She's like, get off of your. This is what. I hear the music that you're playing. Stop it. They're just sitting there scrolling through their phone with their tie undone. Yeah. Just leaning up against the wall. And you're just hearing Slipknot's duality. I push my fingers into my eyes. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, there, there's just some times where. I just don't want to be, and I have friends that are those people where they are literally their their quote unquote job is social media influencer yeah. or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and it's really hard to hang out with them <laughs> because they're just posting. I try all to, the time, right, right, and not like saying, "Hey guys, I'm gonna do a quick video. Is that cool?" Just like, "Oh, we're just eating," and then all, all of a sudden they turn backwards and go, "So we're chilling, getting some za," and you're oh, like, yeah. "No, no, stop." No. And you're like, I put my finger into my eyes. <laughs> it's yeah. like the song that's playing inside your head. You're like, I don't want to be yeah. a part of this yeah. at all. Uh, yeah, so I, I had to stop hanging out with those friends, man. I uh, I have to to tell you the story that okay. you probably won't you probably won't remember at all. But it was one of those, oh, shit. sometimes whenever... Uh, did, I, did I say something fucked up to you? No, well, no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. it's, it's something that is funny, but okay, like okay, as okay, like, okay. this was years ago. All right. But it's funny whenever like, whenever you look up to comic peers or whatever, yeah. sometimes certain things stick with you longer than they should. Sure. Um, <laughs> so oh we were doing this, uh, we were both doing uh, press at uh, Fraser, Fraser Show, KLOS. Oh, yeah. Like years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, was it we, me, you, and Kate Quigley? Uh, in the I same think. Studio at the same time? Yeah, I think you guys had just come out, and okay. I was going in. Oh, like okay. I was like, cool. yeah, you guys had just done, got done wrapping up, and cool. I was like headed in for like the oh, next no. shift of the oh, night. What did I say? And you go, uh, you go, <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins, King of the Weird Shows. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally was just like, Hey, hey, hey Brad. <laughs> And, and like that, oh, like God. King of the Weird Shows, 
literally stuck with me for so long because at that time, like specifically, I had like this thing and I still battle it all the time sure. where people have never seen my stand-up. Right. And but, they, they have but they know only, exactly who you are. No, they know me from Kill either Tony, Roast Battle or Kill Tony Rose Battle. or the Comedy Jam or Stand Up on the Spot, all these themed shows. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's I, I, now I remember this. Right. And that's what I was referencing. Right, exactly. Because I, I think I actually, like, I just did uh, uh, the Comedy Jam with you. Yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, I had, and then I had seen you on Roast Battle on the Wave. I'm like, yeah, you're in all these shows, <laughs> yeah. but you don't actually do stand-up. Right. <laughs> like, it literally took... <laughs> took like you, probably you seeing it probably took another couple of years before yeah. you saw a set of mine at yeah. the comedy store and it was before the roast battle so yeah like it's because they let you on before yeah. the roast <laughs> yeah battle. it's like well he's doing the roast battle we'll give him some time before. yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, yeah and it was just kind of interesting because every sort of popular themed show you have a part in in some way shape or form you know and it was just kind of but you're right it it, 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 is, it is weird what sticks with you it's it's all well and i always like uh <laughs> king of the weird shows <laughs> it was so perfect because it made me think also too like like uh what thing like after you said that i'm like like it's happened a couple years from now i'm like have i said something to another comic that yeah. has stayed in their mind oh, like man. that i don't really think what like right. was like just like an offhanded comment yeah, or whatever like yeah king of the weird shows like yeah, yeah. I, i'm just throwing it away no and, 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 and then i'm just like can't what does he mean by and, that and, and then like king of the weird shows i say i say that to you and then you just kind of look off in the distance and you just hear <laughs> hello darkness my old friend <laughs> <laughs> just fear. but you know what i didn't know that that was that was gonna stick with you <laughs> but you know what's funny is i guarantee so i'm putting i i have uh i do daily journal entries and stuff okay. since i moved to los angeles and king of the weird shows is going to be one of the names <laughs> of the chapters in the book of of part of my journey of doing yeah. all these shows yeah and and king just of the weird shows. king of the weird shows <laughs> <laughs> you know what it yeah it is funny because like just like you said, like now I'm thinking back, like oh god, like what have I said to some people? <laughs> no, and it's and, just like an offhanded comment. Yeah, and it, it's not hurtful. I, no, I, I didn't say anything like oh, what's well, look, look who's here, King of the Weird Shows. No, like, you're uh, just like what's that, dude? Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't like that. It was just like hey, King of the Weird Shows. But <laughs> it, 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 it just makes you go like oh wait, is that how everyone views me? Right? Or is that the, it, no, no? Like yeah, you start like going self-reflection because especially whenever you're on the come up <laughs> as a stand-up, you're right. so concerned about what your peers are thinking and like how you're doing right. in the scene and stuff like that, which again, I, and then we'll move on from this, but yeah. I have to give you further props on <laughs> be the way that you got into the comedy store was, yeah. is very difficult because Brad was already an established headliner yeah. and he had multiple specials out yeah. and you've had success on the road and around like the industry for years. Yeah. So well, you really had yeah. to put your ego to the side and yeah. you went on Mondays like, everybody during potluck yeah and, and you, you I would, put in the time i would come up and ask the host yeah who's a door guy sometimes yeah. or just you text me like do you know who's hosting tonight i'll be like yeah. ah, i think it's this person or this yeah. person and me the guy that uh has two showtime specials has to go up to the guy who who, who just parked my car five minutes earlier yeah. and be like hey dude um i i'm not a regular but is there any way i can get some time yeah and yeah i just kept doing that so and, the and, reason why i dwell on that is any comic who's listening who's aspiring to 
push through on something that's really difficult yeah. is like I've used you. I brought you up on the show in the past oh, as, wow. an ex- as an example of some something that's cool. It's like, yo, like <laughs> quit complaining about Mondays. Like this yeah. dude just like had to check everything at the door. You have to leave everything at the door and just go up and keep killing. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's and it's uh, it, it's funny you bring that up because it's something I want to tell a lot of young young comics is when they say like. Uh, I got booked on this one show, but it's it, it's just it's a horrible room. It's all comics in the room. It's no real people. So I turned it down. I'm like, oh, you turned it down. Cool. Um, where else are you getting booked? Yeah. Like, who's booking you? Are oh, so you're waiting for you're- the sold out Saturday night packed house that, and you want to go up third? Because no, that's not gonna this happen. Just, for doesn't you how yet. it go? No, no, no one's no one's banging down your door, uh, making sure that that's happened. So yeah, you have to do those rooms. I've I've done those rooms. We've all done those rooms. Yeah, where you have to go out to the Mexican restaurant that's in the city of Paramount and then do five minutes while the Laker playoff game is going on in the background. You can tell that was a while ago because the Lakers have not been the playoffs for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, that was back in the day. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> Let's get into this next segment. Okay. Fanning out. Oh, boy. Fanning out. Questions from fans. All right. Uh, I uh, reached out to people on Instagram and Twitter and said, Mm -hmm. if you could ask Brad Williams any question, what would it be? And Mm -hmm. this first question I love is from at Rock and Roll Animal on Instagram. What are your top three albums of all time? Oh, I was just having this conversation with somebody. Okay. Um, And this is... This is just for me personally, and I feel like these are not like the greatest albums of all time, but these are the albums that spoke to me, that did something that I can still do, like cover to cover, like I know the album. Uh, I would have to say for me, the top albums that sort of got me through my teen years, just whatever album hits you at whatever time in your life. Uh, Offspring Americana, I fucking love that album to this day i will listen to it uh and not just pretty fly for a white guy have you seen them live before yet i'm friends with noodles and that's the weirdest thing like i could text noodles and he'd be like what's up like that's so dope that's so weird to me i saw them live and they're one of the few bands that sound almost exactly yeah. to their studio yeah. tracking. It's De- unbelievable. Dexter has, it, it's weird. You, you hear his voice and you go, oh man, like how do you get your voice to sound like that? And then you hear him talk. You're like, oh, you talk <laughs> like, yeah. like he talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he talks like, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Offspring Americana. Such, um, that's such a great album. Green Day Dookie. Uh, that, I had a, that was basket uh, basket case okay, long okay, view okay. yeah, yeah. Um, all 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 the hits wake me up not that one but oh wait that, was that the next album no that was um that was American Idiot Dookie that is was the like, one that my sister had was American yeah, Idiot okay yeah, yeah uh, Dookie is uh, welcome to paradise oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and that one and basket case and long view and when I come around you know that thing. Um, I had a Green Day patch on my backpack in fourth grade, and I got made fun of so much for that patch. And I just want to say to anyone who made fun of me for having that patch, fuck you. Green Day, still around. All yep. right. And what up, dude? Great band, relevant, awesome. So, uh, yeah, so that one. Okay, so God. Offspring, Green Day. So two out of your three are pretty alternative rock. Yeah, that's pretty much me. Th- that's pretty much uh, what you like? I like rock and... 
stuff like that. I mean, but uh, <laughs> my right. uh, my I, I have a joke answer and then a serious answer. Okay, my okay. Uh, joke answer is uh, Jock Rock Volume One. Fucking a, you make fun of it, but it's pretty. Go back and listen to it. It's a lot of like. Wait, what's all on there? It's uh, hand me my phone. I'll I'll tell you or hand me your phone. It, it's all it. We we can find out. Don't spill the water. Uh, what's on what's on Jock Rock Volume One? Okay, it was pretty great. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Now, but the, are we talking? Uh, Cause I know Jock Jams. <laughs> This I was like a- the move and move it. I like the move and move it. She like the move and move it. We like the move it. Shock Rock Volume 1. Okay. What do we got? Let me pull it up here. All right. Uh, track listing. That's what we want. Okay. All right. First of all, it, st- it started off with a little like weird sound effect, which was, and the home of the... And then the hockey buzzer went off and then we will rock you by queen started playing okay blitzkrieg bop by the ramones okay right i'm sold so far rock and roll part two by child pornographer gary glitter which if you take out the child pornographer part pretty good song hey did you do it yeah um then uh Mone Mone, uh, Shotgun by Junior Walker and the All Stars. I don't even know what that song is. Um, I got you. I feel good. James fucking Brown, Tequila by the Champs. Yeah, Dance to the Music by Slide and the Family Stone. Dance to the Music. Born to Be Wild by Steppenwolf. Head out on the highway. Come on. What what I like about you by the Romantics. Shout by the Isley Brothers. Taking care of business. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Bang the drum all day. Come on, man. I mean. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey. Kiss him goodbye. So, I mean. If, and then it ends with the Sports Center theme. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. <laughs> Come on. That's pretty great. That's a pretty great album. That's a great album. Where's the low? I mean. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow a compilation album. So if you want to say, now that's what I call music, any of the volumes How at this point. dare you. <laughs> uh, but then if I had to go with a serious album, like that's kind of a joke, but now that I'm reading the tracks, kind of serious. And it's pretty, <laughs> it's getting serious, folks. <laughs> um, the I mean, it's, it, it's kind of a cheat because it's a greatest hits, but Chris Porter uh, uh, turned me on to the Black Crow's greatest hits album. And man, that's, pretty much playing all the time in my car. Wow. So yeah, Green Day Dookie, uh, Offspring Americana, and The Black Crows, uh, Greatest Hits, or Jack Rock Volume 1. Whatever you want. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever, whatever you want to slide in for yourself. Whatever your thing is. Yeah, it's totally cool. That's great. <laughs> great answers. Uh, now, I don't usually, I usually screen the questions where uh, oh, man. I don't get uh, roast questions, but I have to read this one because this one's special. Okay. Um, in the picture that i posted of you it's the one with you in the fedora and you um with your watch and you're holding uh your yeah uh, i'm doing that pose yeah doing okay. this pose. i know what that so one is. just for the context of the viewers <laughs> and everything uh at i am we man <laughs> motherfucker okay is your watch too heavy for you <laughs> That you have to hold it up with your opposite hand. <laughs> we man, God bless him. I mean, people don't think that we're actually friends. We are, and oh and, yeah. And if you read 
most of my most of my photos like read the comments we man's got some zingers he, oh it's, he comes it's in with funny, some dude. jokes dude he i was watching uh some uh of your episode with him on yeah. about last night and he was going after you after your pitch after my first pitch that's your pitch at the, uh, the yeah. Eagles game yeah and i was like this is hilarious he's just like he does not care he's like oh yeah because i didn't go because in his mind all right if, if you go to my Instagram, at Brad Williams Comic, scroll down, you'll find my first pitch. I'm at the Angels game. I do the worm. I do the motherfucking worm. And the crowd's going responding nuts. very well. Yeah, pop up, grab the ball, shake off two pitches, and then I won't say gun it. It's gun it with my arm, okay? And it's a lob. But I lobbed it in there, and I got it there. You got it over the plate. All right, got it over the plate. And uh, I thought it was a great first pitch. And then Wee Man came at me. He was like, well, you didn't do it from the top of the mound. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, the <laughs> Angels pitcher told, said before the game, he's like, this one, this guy doesn't like guys going off Anybody the mound on his territory. And, like, fucking up the mound. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, hey, right. no hey, worries. Better for me. Yeah, you, I'm an Angels fan, and uh, you've worked really hard to get here, and now you're at the show, and now you're not going to let some dwarf comedian run up and, like, scuff up your mound. So I'm all good. Yeah. So... But now I literally want to do another first pitch just to uh, <laughs> just to do it from the mound and be like "fuck you, wee man," and I'll wear a shirt that says "fuck you, wee man." Um, yeah, the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I, I, maybe I got to do that. That's how I get it over the plate. <laughs> um, zinger, wee zinger. man. Point, wee man. Uh, at comedian Tony C. Like. Oh, he follows me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what was your biggest struggle uh, when you were trying to find your voice as a comic? It comes from uh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, great question. And biggest struggle for me, and then to this day, is just not not doing short jokes just for the sake of short jokes. Just mm-hmm. for the sake, you know. And when, when I started, it was very uh, dwarf-centric and very not detailed dwarf jokes but just like i remember one of my first more jokes. general stuff yeah. rather than that's what's specific to you yeah like yeah. I, I remember one of my first jokes was like do you do you, do you realize how weird it is for me to go to starbucks and order a tall coffee because uh, that's one of the sizes it's yeah. weird um and so like and i don't want to get the short it's too small yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't be a man and be like grande motherfucker you know um <laughs> i gotta bring that joke back uh so, <laughs> dude it's killing man it's killing on jeremiah wonders killing. man it's killing. um so like doing less jokes like that and trying to do more jokes that i mean i'll never not do dwarf jokes because if you look at me that's the First thing you notice, and when I'm walking down the street, it's what people constantly ask. And when uh, and when I go on radio shows, and people comment on my yeah. on my post, a lot a lot a lot of them are making short jokes. It's like, all right, so obviously I'm going to talk about it. I don't know another perspective that's not the dwarf perspective. It's the only one I've ever had. Uh, so I don't know how to write jokes as a, as a six foot two guy. I I don't know how to do that. So. I will always write dwarf jokes, but I want the dwarf jokes that I write to be more like poignant and more about stuff that maybe you don't think about. Like not like I could take a bath in a thimble, <laughs> but like right. like you say, like specific to me in terms of uh, what's your personal experiences with with that? Right, yeah, like yeah. like the fact like one dwarf joke that I have in my in my act right now is that I my favorite part about flying is when I'm walking on the plane when I'm boarding and the whole plane is looking at me like how's he gonna get that in the overhead storage bin like i got my little rolly bag behind yeah, me. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. and then and then i do it 
by by throwing down both armrests, jumping on, reaching down, grabbing it, and in one motion, just like hucking it up there. And when I do it, and this is true, I turn around and the entire plane, like all the time, is like, <laughs> that was so amazing. He, he he did that. He's, he did that. He is an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and and then that translates into a bit where I talk about that's the part about having a disability that no one warns you about that you can be inspirational for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> Just doing really menial tasks like he tied his shoes. Like it's really weird. There's women crying just like watching you whenever yeah. you get up from tying your shoe. You're like, yeah. huh? He's living his life. <laughs> He's living his truth. Yeah, it's it's really weird. So yeah, like I'll 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 write jokes like that. But yeah, that's the that was the biggest struggle in terms of fi- in terms of fighting my voice, and it continues to this day where I try to not just do those types of jokes. Okay, that's great. At dude not funny on Twitter. <laughs> great name. Great. Right? These guys have great names. I know. I heard you say on a podcast that you met your wife on a swingers Tinder date. Yep. Are you guys still into that lifestyle? And do either of you get jealous at times? Uh, it wasn't a Tinder date, but it was an app called Thrinder. Thrinder, which is now called Field, because Tinder sued them. Uh, of course it did. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. hey man, that's not what. Hey, we just want one person fucking one other person. All right. We don't want multiple partners. No. That's creepy. We want you to be able to say, hey, who wants to fuck? Who's within two miles of my current location? That's not creepy. That's normal. Now go to your McDonald's <laughs> and get out of my face. Now go fuck in the AM PM bathroom <laughs> like normal g- g- Jesus fearing human beings. Um, so yes, I did meet my wife on a uh, on a threesome uh, dating app uh, where we where we, we we matched together. I had matched with another woman as well, so we were all gonna go out together. And then the other woman just didn't show up. No one knows why. Maybe she looked and she saw. Oh, that's a f- that's cute. He put a dwarf in his tag photo. It's like, oh, that's that's him. Uh, maybe it was that. I don't know. But for whatever reason, she didn't show up, and I went on just a date with my wife. And uh, people were like, oh, so you fucked that night? No, we did not. That was the plan. The plan was to just go on a date and be like, yeah, so we're fucking. Right? So we're doing it. Right? We're gonna fuck. Right? And then, uh, yeah, that didn't happen because we we liked each other on the first date. We're like, ah, damn it, I can't fuck on the first date. Uh, so yeah, and uh, no, we but we eventually fucked. Uh, we're married, so we've done that. Uh, but yeah, um, we still we still engage in those kinds of activities. My wife loves women. I love women. So sweet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And uh, how do we avoid jealousy? Is just constantly checking in having specific rules before the action goes down so no one does something where you're like, hey, I didn't say that. You're like, like, no, I said no kissing on the mouth or whatever the fuck. Right. You know, like you have rules and you say like, hey, is there anything that I'm not allowed to do? I'm not allowed to say. And my wife will frequently say, just say things like, hey, just check in with me. Like make uh-huh. sure that you're showing me a lot of attention and not the new person. And is, not, there like a, yeah. is there a guideline or a rule that's like, across the board like you don't do this like whenever we're doing uh a no- threesome. nothing that i've never done with her so like uh to this day interesting i've okay. never i've never done anal never done it 
Never done it. Some people are like, you got to do it. I'm like, ah, the vagina works for me. I'm fine with it. Um, it works. It, it, it's specifically designed for that process. Sure. So uh, I'm good. Um, anal, not so much. So I've never done that. But so like I could not be in a, in a three-way situation and be like, All right, I'm going to fuck this strange hooker in her ass. Like I'm not, uh, I, I, I can't do that because I've never done that with her yet. Okay. So that that's pretty much our only rule. And then that, and like I said, just to check in. and That constant check-in. And make sure sure that i'm uh showing her some attention but yeah um so that's how we avoid jealousy and stuff like that and also we're not like i've met swingers that are like it doesn't feel like they're in the relationship because they actually love each other they're in the relationship so they can be in a relationship and also fuck other people right like i've i've met these kinds of people where it's like oh you just want to fuck other people yeah, yeah. but you, then you want to cuddle with someone at night or you want someone to make you eggs in the morning like that's <laughs> that's that's why you're married to this person um, Has your wife ever suggested another guy? No, thank God. Uh, that's not uh, the devil's three what way. Would you, what would you? What would you? What would you? I would just what would like, happen? I would be like, no, that's just <laughs> that's just not a thing. But Brad, I've 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 had so many other women that yeah. have, have that yeah. you've been able to sleep with. Yeah, why, like, why can't you do this one time for it's me? It's like, yeah, but you enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> I would. I'm scared. Not enjoy and I that. I don't think I'd be into it. Yeah, not not really be into that. Um. I mean that 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 would be a serious discussion that we would have to have, but my sure. but my gut instinct would just be like uh, no. Yeah, can, um, we, can we pass on that? Yeah, but uh, so we're not. Our thing is like we're 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 not doing this every week, every uh, every day, every month, but you know, every now and then. Yeah, cool. And when it happens, like I said, just constant constant communication, constant checking in, constant just being like, what are you okay with? What am I okay with? Yeah. And uh, you and you stick to that. Yeah. Uh, at Liamo twenty two oh eight on Instagram. Okay, what was the toughest moment in your childhood as a result of other children? Oh jeez, uh, intense, an, an intense, intense question. question. We're gonna we're gonna get all Doctor Phil. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, uh, this what? next question comes from your childhood. Okay, I think uh, you know what Doctor Phil is actually calling in uh, to show. He sometimes calls in whenever uh, some serious questions are brought up. Um. Is this a no? That's not gonna work. <laughs> What's I don't know. Okay, we're trying to find the best doctor. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm a, I'm 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 calling in because Brad, you as a little person had a uh, rough childhood. This is Doctor Phil talking with Doctor Phil right now. Also talking with Brad wow, Williams. I feel like I'm getting cornered right here. Yeah, there's this. a couple Doctor Phils on the show right now. And what you need to do is focus on on your life and focus on my voice, and don't and ignore the fact that I just did a stage show with Good Charlotte. <laughs> That's real. He did that. Did he really? He performed with Good Charlotte, and he like put on fake tattoos and oh, like a fake teardrop. Goodness. Yeah, I retweeted it. Go to uh, my Twitter at Funny Brad, and you'll see the that's most, amazing, most horrifying picture. It was a lot of fun. We did lifestyles of the rich and famous, and I am rich and famous. Sometimes you got to express yourself in different <laughs> ways, and that's why we're here with Brad Williams right now, asking him the hard-hitting questions of what's that toughest moment of your childhood directly resulting to other kids? <laughs> Uh, the toughest moment of my childhood was, uh... Okay. doesn't have to be down to one specific moment. 
Oh. It can it can it can be more general than All that. All right. Well, toughest moment was when uh it was a recess. I threw it I I threw a touchdown pass uh and it won like the game at recess and then the other team just flat out beat me up. Uh after recess, they were just like, "Nah, you touchdown pass, fuck you." And then just boom. Like they just yeah, they uh they uh beat me up pretty bad. Uh so that was the toughest singular moment. Um th- like they all got suspended though. So I was really happy wow. about that. And then like for the rest of my time at that school, they were really nice to me. Um side note, a funny moment. Uh there was a kid at my junior high who he was like he was like the bully of the school. He was the toughest kid in the school. Bully. Everyone's afraid of him. Um, he made fun of me one time, and I never took, like you, you. If, if you ever made fun of me, I would make fun of you back. That was always my thing. My dad taught me that, and uh, so I made fun of him back. And I was the only one that ever did that. Like I, like I knew his living situation, and I kind of made fun of that a lot. Yeah. And he got really mad at me, and he punched me in the head, and he broke his hand on my head. Now I have a real thick skull, so I wasn't hurt. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. And he broke his hand. Uh, his name's Leo, and uh, <laughs> at Park Senior High. What's up, Leo? How's your hand, Leo. bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and he broke his hand, and then he got mad at me like, "No, oh, you broke my hand!" And he, and he like went to the teachers and like, "He broke my hand!" And I was like, "I don't know why I'm making him sound like Tracy Morgan." Uh, <laughs> he, he 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 broke my hand before he got me pregnant, you know, like. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, he, he broke his hand on my head, and then he complained to the teachers and saying that I broke his hand, and I explained to the teachers, "Yeah, I broke his hand because he hit me." He broke his hand on my head, and uh, then they're like, "Oh, well, then screw you, Leo." And then, yeah, uh, yeah, so that was hilarious. And then he had to walk around the cast for a few weeks. Funny as fuck. Um, and so, but then the toughest, probably probably the toughest part of my childhood in, ter- in terms of other people is probably the toughest part of a lot of people's childhoods. Just being in high school, seeing your friends, a lot of your friends start dating, and uh, just I was always the friend zone guy. I was always just like. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to ruin the friendship. Like, I was always that guy. So, so many times. So, uh, yeah, that was probably the toughest part. But um, that's like that's like every kid's right. toughest part. Like, but then whenever, like, as as you uh, become older and become an adult, and you start becoming yeah. a comedian, you start. I used to hear legends of uh, <laughs> of some road stories of you from uh, our oh. our buddy Ralphie May. He told There's, me he told me some stories about there, you. There are there are some legends because uh-huh. uh, my whole thing was I didn't get laid all throughout high school. Uh, so I was all this pent up yeah this energy. I lost my virginity at age twenty, which is late for a lot of people. And um, so when, after, after that happened, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get really fucking funny and rich and when i do that then then i'll just get all the i'll i'll have all i'll have all the fun and uh i did uh so yeah there are there are there are some road stories ralphie may god bless his soul ralphie would call into radio stations that i was on and just call it back hey man I'm he's like hey. Ralph, he's like Ralphie. You in town? No, uh, I'm in Seattle. But I just gotta tell you this one time: Brad Williams, he got some dick. He's a dick slinger, <laughs> and he would just tell these stories about like that that he either was involved in or uh, not involved in that way, but like was a part. Oh my of- god, you seen Brad's cock? <laughs> he got he's got a horse cock, man. Oh my god. He would call in radio stations and just tell them that I that that Brad Williams has a big dick, and he would. Be, he wouldn't be plugging anything, and then, <laughs> and then I then I would get laid that weekend because people would. Of be, course, they'd hear it on the local radio, right? And oh I, my god, it's, it's a carnival act. Have you yeah. seen this thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the one because like no one cares if the guy 
if, 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 if the guy is saying it about himself. Like, if I'm like, yeah, I got a big dick, like, no one's going to be like, like oh, yeah, okay. I bet, I bet he has a big Sure, dude. Yeah, no one. But no if somebody's going that. out of their way calling from another city, oh, my God. <laughs> Have you seen the size of this thing, man? It's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it, it's madness. So, yeah, uh, Ralphie was a great wingman a lot of the time. So, yeah, uh, that was in high school, but then I definitely uh, made up for it. And I, and I, I think that's important I, that uh, guys and girls have sort of that wild streak, whatever that wild streak is, um, before they settle down because now you know what that's like and you get it out of you. Like, I've got some friends, one friend in in particular, she dated the same guy from, like, high school, got married to that guy, and, like, uh, first of all, uh, you guys weren't high school sweethearts, were you? No. Okay, just want to make sure I'm not, like, describing your marriage in front oh, of no, you. Oh, no, but I, it's, it's funny. Like, we, we got married uh, whenever, I mean, we got married last year, but yeah. uh, we started dating, like, whenever I was, like, 22. 22, wow. Yeah, so we've been together a while. Yeah, so, so but, like, did, did you ever have, and I'm saying you have to obviously everyone's story is different but like did you have a wild streak did you have like from age 18 to 22 no, you're like no nope. no nope. I, dude i lost my virginity to my now wife yeah yeah <laughs> your, face. your number is i have one wow yeah. i did not know that about yeah, you yeah, have, yeah. have you said that on this podcast before probably yeah at some point yeah yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing. Here's here's the amazing part about that. Someone that lost their virginity to their wife, I have insane amounts of respect for them. And that's awesome. That is unbelievable. And that's great. It's the people that are like, like, um, and I've told this to Bert Kreischer, so don't tweet him. Like, Bert's talking shit. No, I'm not. I love Bert. He knows that. But like Bert has said on his podcast, he's like, he slept with four women. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like, four? So like you... Like, you're the ultimate party animal? You're like the... That is kind of funny. Yeah. It's like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad you met your wife, and your wife is amazing. That goes against his brand. Yeah. So he probably doesn't talk about it. Yeah. uh, It's like, uh, let's keep getting some drinks here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's crazy that we're... Like, I have more respect for the person that's whose number is one than the person whose number is three. So you were describing somebody in high that the yeah, the they, high school thing. Yeah, yeah. They 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 married the they married their high school sweetheart. Yeah, and they've only uh, slept with uh, him and o- and only him. And she had a craving for she never got that wild streak out. She had that D craving. Yeah. yeah so man. um and and like I know this, but her husband doesn't. She's been getting that D from. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From a lot of sinners is what I'm just trying to say. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> Shout out Dana Garvey. Uh, yeah, so I, I I think it's important that you get that wild streak out so you, you know what that's like. Mm. And you're, and now you're not like romanticizing what that is. Because a lot of people think like if you're uh, having a lot of sex with a lot of different people, it's like this amazing thing. And it's like, yeah, there are parts of it that are awesome, that are great. Then there's other parts that you don't think about like – Oh, after every single person that you're that uh, after you've done the deed, now you have all these thoughts like, oh crap, um, uh, did the condom break? Uh, did she said she was on birth control? Is she actually on birth control? Did 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 she remember to take the pill? Did you, did did she have anything? Did she not have anything? How do, how do, how do I get her to leave my hotel room? Uh, do I do I want to talk to her some more? I don't think I want to talk to her anymore. How do I get her to leave? Like like that. There, there's yeah. a lot of other stuff that gets involved with surrounding that. drama. Yeah, to where when you have when when you're with someone who are you're in a 
relationship with that you true that you truly care about or in our cases that is, that is your spouse you go okay we just did that but i want you to stay and you're gonna stay and that's Great. Like, there's no yeah. questions. You're not like, oh, right. what, what do you have? And, no. I mean, the, the, only, the only way you would have anything is if you caught something doing, like, a Kill Tony stunt or something like I know, that. right? <laughs> <laughs> you be like, Steve, oh, like, all right, I, I'm, I'm Jeremiah Watkins. I'm going to inject herpes into my arm. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what was – so I don't, I don't know, I don't know if uh, you know about this, but last week I did a live Brazilian wax on Kill Tony. <laughs> and Chris Pontius was the guest. Yeah. And it was this weird, like – I don't like this sounds super cheesy, mm -hmm. but it was this weird kind of dream come true moment because I grew up yeah. loving all the jackass oh my God, yeah. like stunts yeah. and of course like Jason and, right, and Chris right, and right. all those guys, Steve. Like so he was there and he was like coaching me through. Like at one point he's like, Hey man, you gotta relax your butt. It keeps like closing up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this weird stuff you moment. wouldn't think about right just he's, he's like he's like like being this the shaman of stunts yeah. like like behind the curtain and i'm just like this is su such a weird cool life that's <laughs> yeah come to fruition oh it, there's so many moments like that in, in show business as a comic where you get to meet your heroes and you get to do things yeah with people that you looked up to as like yeah, it, it's insane. Like you got your ass, your ass waxed. It's everything: pubes, oh, dick, oh, balls, oh, oh, Brazilian taint. Yeah, you got Brazilian hole. wax in front of the jackass guys. Yeah, that's. Yeah, and we man was actually in the uh, with Rick Costa. Yeah. They were watching from oh, the audience. Wow. Yeah, what what'd your wife say? About that? She, I mean, she's like, she's like, I wouldn't make it a habit, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Let's get into this final segment. All right, sax talk. Sax talk. Oh. Uh, I love that you know how to play the saxophone. <laughs> it's just one of those random skills that you're just like, like, I, 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 I imagine growing up, you had moments where you're learning how to play the saxophone and you know how to play the saxophone. And you're like, why do I know how to do this? Like, there's no, this is never gonna help. Yes, it will. Yes, yeah, it's an it's an insane tool that absolutely will help you. It's been one of the most random helps to my comedy through I mean, different things. Steve Martin wrote in his book, you will use everything. That, yeah. that every skill that you have, everything that you know how to do, you will use in some way, shape, or form on stage. And that's absolutely true. So Brad's going to share yeah. a story of a sexual encounter. All right. And I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax underneath. Whenever you're ready, Brad, I'll right. start playing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you, I mentioned earlier on the podcast that I lost my virginity at age 20. So I'm going to talk to you about the night Brad Williams lost his virginity. Oh, yeah. This was a girl that I had been dating for a year and a half. And she was a very Christian girl. And we agreed to share our passion for one another in that night. The stage is set. It's her house. Parents are not home. We have it all to ourselves. We light some candles. We play some music. And then we start making out. And then all of a sudden, she pushes me back and says, Okay, we're going to do this. But before we do, we have to pray. What? 
She says, yes, you have to ask the Lord for forgiveness for what we're about to do. Now, I am not a religious man. But I'll tell you, I got down on my knees. Not in a sexy way. (laughs) And I put together the nicest prayer to God while I had an erection still. Because <laughs> this is virgin 20-year-old Brad Williams. I could have stayed hard for nine days straight. <laughs> and I had to ask God not to send us to hell for the fucking that was about to go down. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> I think the prayer went something like, Hey, God, um, we love each other very much, and what we are about to do is not in spite of you, but because of you, because you have blessed us with this love, and now we are going to consummate that love in front of you and in front of every of, of, of everything. <laughs> and... We just know that we're not doing this for sins of the flesh, but rather as a celebration of the love that you provide us as human beings. If what we are about to do does not appease you, please let us know and we will cease and never do it again until we are wed. No sign? Okay, cool. Let's fuck. Amen. <laughs> you ended with Sports Center. Full circle. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done. I got that reference. Oh, of course you did. Wow. You uh you're good at praying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is an absolute one hundred percent true story. Uh I had to pray before I lost my virginity. <laughs> Brad, we're going to let this one slide. It's like choir. It's like, Brad's gonna get. Brad's gonna get. Brad's gonna get. Brad's gonna get. Brad's gonna get that pussy. Brad's gonna get that pussy. Brad's gonna get that pussy. Brad, it's been amazing having you on the show, brother. Thank you so much for having me. Long overdue. Yes. I appreciate you, Jeremiah Watkins, and I appreciate all your listeners. Dude, where can people find you? Uh, uh, on Twitter, at FunnyBrad. On Instagram, at BradWilliamsComic. Uh, my my uh, website, BradWilliamsComedy.com. I tour all over the country. If I'm not in your town, just wait. You got to see Brad do a show live. It's and, phenomenal, and man. And then uh, go to the About Last Night podcast. Subscribe to the About Last Night podcast. We've got some amazing guests. We've had we've had Wee Man. We've had Neil Patrick Harris, Bob Sack. Melissa McCarthy, Sandra Bullock. Uh, the list goes on and on. He's got Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Great podcast. 
Uh, so subscribe to all that. Do all those things and uh, keep listening to Jeremiah Wonders because this is this in itself is a fantastic podcast. Dude, thanks, brother. Love you. Thanks for doing the show. Meantime.